Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Welcome to On The Pace for this Thursday morning edition here on Sky Sports Radio. We're right in the thick of the Bathurst Gold Crown action now with the big night coming through on Saturday. Saturday night racing out of Bathurst with those two group ones, a two group twos for the three-year-olds as well as part of a big 10 race card and we'll preview that this morning as well. We've got to look forward to Penrith tonight in their regular time slot. Eight races there. The first getting underway at 6.22 and we also have Tamworth racing this afternoon. So a double header. Eight races there. The first at 12.46. So Tamworth and Penrith again this week, both racing this Thursday. We've got a bit of a different uh, end to the week as you would expect with Bathurst taking that primetime Saturday night slot. We'll still have a Metropolitan card of racing where Menangle will race tomorrow night. So Friday night, Menangle Metro racing this week. Eight races there. We have the Autumn Gift Final. Also, uh, a good free-for-all featuring Spirit of St. Louis. It's only three weeks tomorrow until the Nullarbor. So Spirit of St. Louis will head across to Perth in the next 10 days or so. He's on that chartered flight with uh, also the Thoroughbreds that are going across for the Quokka and Better Zippet, who will also represent New South Wales in the Nullarbor. So they'll head to Perth next Monday, not the Monday coming, the following. So we're about 10 days from them taking off. But Spirit of St. Louis, he'll have a race start tomorrow night, Friday night, three weeks out from the Nullarbor. He's a $1.55 favourite presently with Tab. So Tab open on several of tomorrow night's races, including that free-for-all. Spirit of St. Louis, $1.55. He opened at 155 got into 150 back to 155 Where you've been bopping has been solid, eight fifty into $7. We know he's a great short course horse. Hulin Yen, $10 on the third line of betting. Our money rocks at 12 and then we're getting out to perfect stride at 13 Jillaby Kung Fu at 13 and Firefox at $19. In terms of markets, whilst we have a bit of time up our sleeve, Bathurst for Saturday night, the markets for those four features are open. So we'll have a look at them now with Tab because there has been some early market movement as well. Major Delight opened at 320 she suffered that first defeat in her career on Monday in the heat first up. She opened at 3.20 and despite a wide front row draw, the widest front row draw in fact of eight, she's been best backed now into 2.60 and a clear favourite. Her stablemate, Tempting Tigress, has been 3.50 out to 4.20 from a second row draw. We spoke with David Marine yesterday morning. He's going to partner up with Tempting Tigress. Dual Melody, the local 4.40 out to 6.50 and Soho Seraphine has been backed also. She was a New South Wales Oaks heat winner. Uh, she's got great early speed so I think that she probably gets involved early and the money suggests that she may well do so also. 10 into 6.50 for Soho Seraphine. Windy Hill Tara next best in New South Wales Oaks winner at $8.50. When it comes to the Gold Chalice final, better be the best. $1.60 now. He did touch $1.65. Sweetheart Bart, $5.50. Naturally gifted, $8.50. There's been some early money about for Catalpa Rescue. Uh, then in the Gold Tiara final, which will be race number seven, Rock Solid Lux, a Turner as favourite. Two seventy for Perpetuity. And Aramit Girls being best back there, seven into four in the Gold Crown final. Chart Topper and Timmy Richter. They both can't be split at the moment. 2.30 equal favourites. Soho Spectre, the unbeaten colt, he went up at $7. He's now into $4.80. So there's been good money about for Soho Spectre. 
uh, racing at that meeting and also at Penrith tonight and Menangle tomorrow night will be Jack Callaghan and we're hoping to touch base with him just to get a little bit of insight around his drives and he's with us now here on Sky Sports Radio. Good morning, Jack. How are you? Yeah, good morning, Brendan. Well, thanks. Great to hear. Two drives tonight. Let's discuss them. Race number four, you team up with Scott's Rain in the fourth on the card. The numbers next to her name probably aren't too flash, but she also hasn't been overly fortunate with barrier draws of late. What do you make of her chances tonight in the fourth at Penrith? Uh, I think she's probably going a little bit better than her numbers suggest. Uh, she was probably a fraction disappointing last start and getting wide around Penrith, which isn't easy. So um, I think with a little bit of luck, she could definitely run a place. She's got some gate speed. What do you assess of this front line? And uh, I guess, again, from a tricky draw, where do you think you'll end up? Yeah, it's a bit of a hard one to map. Obviously, with the back line, it's hard to slot in, but... I know, you know, the three and the four both have good gate speed, so if we can try and be positive, probably just behind them and see if that opens up the field and try and slot in midfield would be ideal, I'd say. All right, that's race number four tonight. Race number five is the second of your drives aboard Nyota for Kevin Pizzuto. Uh, this filly went to Menangle last time out and was a bit plain. Uh, was there an excuse for that effort? Well, nothing initially on race day. I haven't spoke to Kev since, but um, the only thing we, we could have come up with at the time was that the track was really sloppy on the inside and um, she was up in grade a fair bit as well, so uh, it was probably a combination of those things. What do you do tonight from the gate? Because she does have good gate speed, but roll with Sloy drawn to your inside, I guess, makes things a little tricky. Is there any hope of you crossing that filly early on, or uh, how do you beat the short price favourite tonight? I think it's going to be pretty hard. I don't think we can cross it. Um, roll with Sloy gets out of the gate pretty well, and I'd say we'll still probably have to roll forward and probably sit outside it and just sit quiet, and you know, if we're good enough, we're good enough, but if not, I'd probably expect that around second. All right, that's tonight at Penrith. Tomorrow night, we've got that Menangle Friday night card of racing where you've got a few steers. Uh, we'll focus in on uh, the major chances. Stella's Delight goes around in a Waratah final. There's been quite a few scratchings. You'll wear the eight saddlecloth, but you'll now start from uh, the six draw. Uh, she's a mare that can, when she's at her best, she's quite smart and she's been very good this season and her Last start win was excellent. So do you give her a hope in this weekend's Waratah final? Yeah, definitely. I think she'll be a great hope. She's in really good form at the moment. And I know Dad's been happy with her work during the week as well. So um, she's got really good gate speed. So we'll be using that. And yeah, I think she'll be pretty hard to beat. It's always an advantage, I feel, when these horses come to Menangle for these Waratah series, having uh, been here in the past. And she's done a little bit of racing at Menangle in the past, not a heap, but how has she performed when she's come to town previously? To be honest, she's actually been quite disappointing. Uh, I think she's had two runs there, and both times we weren't quite happy with her. Uh, But I think she seemed to have turned the corner from, um, you know, later on, when she was racing there, so she's going to have every opportunity to put in a good run. Uh, tomorrow, she, she's in the best form she's been since coming from Australia, so 
um, you know, if she disappoints there again, it, it, uh, we'll be probably not coming back there for a while, I'd say. In the Autumn Gift Final, race number five, you've got Rock of Delight here, who is just racing really well, was super last week, probably clear a stride or two earlier, and he gets up and wins that heat, but the barrier draw looks very ordinary on paper for him this weekend. Yeah, that's right. He's just a horse that always just sits in and goes to the fence. He, he never seems to travel off the fence or finish on, so he's a horse that always requires a lot of luck, but he's uh, racing really well at the moment, and uh, you know, the same tactics will be adopted this coming. We'll just be punching the fence, and if he gets a bit of luck, he'll definitely be thereabouts. And then you've got Spirit of St. Louis uh, on return after a, a few weeks away since his Miracle Mile effort. We'll go back to that Miracle Mile effort. Were you happy uh, with his performance? I guess you can never be disappointed running second in a Miracle Mile and just the, the way that the race was run, maybe a second or two quicker through that middle half, you may have been a better chance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was pretty happy with his run. He, he did a bit of work off the gate and then just as you said that those second and third quarters weren't quite quick enough, um, you know, to put pressure on a horse like catch a wave when he gets a cheap half like that is going to be extremely hard to run down and that showed with the final sectional being so quick as well. So, um, you know, he was as game as ever to run second and I was pretty happy with him. Just looking at his overall stats, he banked $150,000 for that second in the Miracle Mile. He's only... Uh, $30,000 off becoming a millionaire. He's been such a good horse for the team. What about this coming weekend, tomorrow night, Friday night? Uh, he's had those few weeks between runs. I would assume he's had a minor freshen, but he probably didn't have time to lose too much fitness. No, that's right. He had a few days off after the mile and, and straight back into business. Um, you know, the mile was only his second up run of the campaign since the Hunter Cup, so... Um, it, you know, didn't take anything out of him and he seems to have fresh and good and his work's been good since, so I expect a really good run on Friday. He's got good gait speed and I guess it's just developing all the time. This time 12 months ago, it probably wasn't as obvious, but now he's becoming a, a real major player when we're looking at speed maps. You've got where you've been bopping drawn down in one. Uh, where do you... How do you think tomorrow night plays out? Because for those taking the short odds, they probably expect him to roll to the top, but maybe it won't be quite that straightforward. Yeah, it's interesting. Obviously, we've been bopping one of the quicker horses out in the state, but drawing one, it's not always easy. So um, I think we've got to have a bit of a dip. You know, we'll definitely be able to know within 100 metres if we're going to cross him or not um, and whether Jimmy even wants to hold the front. So... Um, you know, he'll be positive out of the gate and if he can lead, I think it'll take a lot of beat. We're three weeks out from the Nullarbor. We know he's heading west to compete in that million-dollar race on April 14. Will this be his final run or will he race next week as well uh, before he flies across? Um, we're just going to reassess things after this run. Um, you know, we'd probably like to give him another run, whether that be next week or even in Perth uh, the week before. Uh, the Noah ball, so I'd expect him to have another run in between, but uh, just how he comes out of this first up run will probably dictate where that is. All right, he goes around tomorrow night, Spirit of St. Louis in the fast class, and 
Uh, I guess the big meeting of the weekend is Bathurst and you're going to have two steers in, in feature races there as well. The first of them will be Don Hugo in the gold chalice final. Uh, ran a sneaky second there in the heats just in behind uh, Naturally Gifted and he probably gave him a little bit of a fright too, Naturally Gifted. So he's racing well, Don Hugo. This is going to be a tough task, but I guess you've got the right sort of draw to maybe sneak some minor money. Yeah, he is racing really well. He had a few weeks in between runs, so I'd expect a little bit of improvement out of him. And um, as you said, the, the draw probably suits him just to have a nice cushy run. And if splits go his way, he'll definitely be able to have some money. And what about Bob Sloy in the Crown final? Uh, what's your opinion of this horse? Because we've got a few of these two-year-olds that have a lot of hype surrounding them, but Bob's had two runs and he's won both of them. So is he just sneaking under the radar a little bit? Yeah, I'd say so. He, he's done nothing wrong, as you said, in his two career starts, and he's shown versatility in both of them. His first stops only came from midfield with cover at Newcastle, and then in his heat, he speared off the gate and led and won quite convincingly. So, you know, with a bit better draw, I would have thought he would have been a real winning chance. Um, you know, the six gate's a little bit awkward for him. But um, he showed a bit of gate speed last week, so if he can land a handy spot, he'll be thereabouts. A busy few days upcoming. Penrith tonight, Menangle tomorrow night, Bathurst on Saturday. What's your best chance of driving a winner? Uh, it'd have to be me, old mate. Spirit of St. Louis tomorrow night, but he, he looks hard to beat in that race. All right, that's race six, number five, tomorrow night at Menangle. A spirit of St. Louis going around in that free-for-all on the road to the Nullarbor. Appreciate your time this morning, Jack, and best of luck over the next few days. No worries. Thanks a lot, Britt. Jack Callaghan joining us this morning. So, yeah, real watch tomorrow night on Spirit of St. Louis, not only because he's a short price favourite and expected to win, but with the Nullarbor only three weeks away, whether he races next weekend at Menangle or uh, he heads across to Perth and has a bit of a uh, acquaintance with that tighter turning half mile circuit of Gloucester Park. We will wait and see. But Spirit of St. Louis is right at the top when it comes to this year's inaugural running of the Nullarbor. He will represent uh, the Summit Bloodstock Aaron Bain slot in that event. And he looks at a major hope as well, as mentioned, not too far off breaking through that uh, millionaire mark, either $960,000 in the bank so far for Spirit. St. Louis at just six years of age. So that's on the pace for this Thursday morning. Plenty more to come over the next few days when it comes to that Bathurst Gold Crown night. No doubt that will be a focus here on Sky Sports Radio tomorrow morning when they try.